You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome in to a... Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. We didn't, nobody ever thought this day would come, uh, but it is a little bit shocking. Uh, it did come yesterday. You know what I'm talking about. We'll get into all that. But uh, before we do it, though, the phone lines will be wide open the first hour. So we would love for you guys to call in, uh, give us your reactions to uh, what happened yesterday, and uh, maybe look back at some of uh, coaches great moments here and also look forward uh, who do you want to bring in here do you want Greg Byrne to go and secure as Alabama's next head football coach that will uh, whew, have a difficult schedule along with everything else that comes with uh, this job here in Tuscaloosa the Twitter account at locker room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson one of the X account the email address for the show shoot us an email Wimp and Barry at yahoo.com download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Good morning, Justin. Uh, Justin, we've had people on these, uh, on these different shows here that were calling dead senile when he was saying there's a possibility that coach, uh, Saban might hang it up. He's still senile, but he was not so far off base on that. Uh, dad, what was your reaction yesterday when the story finally did break for real? Well, it wasn't a real surprise. The answer to the question uh, or to the deal is this. First of all, all media people like to be first. Sure. Uh, that's the big thing with the media. Uh, I had sensed it a little bit. And the reason for it is that he is frustrated and he is not liking the process. The process is something he talks about all the time. And he the process is not is not a fun process now. It's uh, buying players and doing things, and he's going out in a situation where he he has done everything he needs to do. Um, the record's untouchable. Um, why did you, and you made a good point, uh, when they ask you um, why he was out recruiting, you're out recruiting because you're thinking about the process of what you're, how you're going to handle it. You want to be darn sure that you're making the right decision. You want to be it, don't want people to know that you went out still trying to get players. Uh, that's the reason he did that. Uh, with the process faltering, he felt like it was time, the best time for him to get out. You can hear all the rumors you want to hear. You will get the word from the AD. Whatever the AD says, that will be what the president says. And that's also what the board will say. The, the AD will hire the coach, and it's not going to be easy. The record, the record is untouchable. The only thing I will say is that when I was at Alabama, the the thought of Coach Bryant retiring was throughout the year. It was not that much here. Uh, you may have heard it just a little bit, but it's throughout the year with the players, the coaches, getting themselves ready to go, and all those kinds of things that everybody smelt a rat in that deal and knew that Coach Bryant was getting out. In this particular case, uh, we didn't. We sensed it a little bit. I did. I'd been around some people. I 
running a little bit by thinking that it might happen, and so I announced it. Whatever happened, happened. So it was quite different than Coach Bryant. Um, to say that there's a person out there that can fill his shoes, you can't say that because there's probably not one. So regardless of who Greg hires, uh, it will be uh, a question. Um, the only thing I would say to you, Barry, and you and I look at contracts sometimes, is that when you when you get except when you get the job at Alabama, that you sign a contract where if you are let go or fired, that you get paid if you take another job. I think that I think that's I think you need to be you're going to take the job. They're not going to like you. You're going to have to move on probably. And be darn sure that if you take another job, you get paid uh, for the Alabama job. I think that's the big contract that, that you have to look at. And I think you have to take, and I think probably five years is something you'd get. Your comments, Barry? I just um, want to know, and I guess it's not, will he have a press conference? Uh, I mean, I think everybody would like to hear uh, hear one last time. Uh, from him, uh, I know it would be emotional uh, for him. It'd be a difficult uh, press conference, but for he and Miss Terry to kind of stand up there and kind of almost like give, have a goodbye, uh, or do, why do people now just release this through Chris Lowe or whatever that is and not have a press conference? And the other thing I don't understand is if the media reports are true that he was interviewing assistants one hour prior to telling the team. Now, that part I don't understand. Uh, and there's a lot of rumors. I'm not going to get into the rumors of what uh, people are saying. There's some of the reasons. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons as to why. But but will will he eventually, and I don't think he, I think he needs to have it before you put the new coach up on the podium. Will he have a press conference or is it, will we not ever hear, not, I mean, obviously we'll hear from him, but will he not, Hear the go the goodbye uh, from Coach. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that he will. I think he thought this thing through a great deal. I think he decided, when I can find out a little bit on the inside, that um, not only the frustration with the process, but when am I going to go out on better terms? Yeah. Never. Uh, never will I. Uh, we do something. The last play at Auburn, but you know Auburn has has been a tough, actually a tough game for him. Uh, so. Things have fallen about right, um, and so the percentages of him getting out continue to escalate, and um, that's just that's just what he did. He has a lot going on as far as his his uh, automobile agencies are. Another home in Florida, um, and when you get when you're involved in a process of, of what he does and the way he's handled it with recruiting. You can't continue to go on. You, you do, you, as you mentioned, you do, you do continue to recruit. You do, uh, as most of you know, and I'll announce it. And Barry also knows it. The, the kid down at Sarah Land, decommitted uh, just as soon as he found that out. And there's going to be some decommitments, and going to be some people. Um, there'll be some people trying to leave once the new coach is hired because they don't like the new coach. Nobody's going to come in perfect, and so that that is one of the problems uh, for Greg Byrne. Uh, well, it's not a problem, but uh, and I, I double checked this last night, and people told me it was true. If your coach leaves, which I cannot believe, 
this is good. I guess I understand why that the transfer portal opens up for 30 days for that school. So that, so the Alabama transfer portal mm-hmm. is open. Uh, so I've been through, uh, coaching changes, obviously not, it, you know, a guy like Nick Saban, but I've been through them at South Carolina, the, you know, the different places in the SEC. And what the athletic director will tell and maybe coach told him, guys, don't do anything right now. Don't make a rash decision. Let us get the new guy in here. Give me 72 hours. That's what the, uh, was coming out from the players. Give me 72 hours to get somebody in here. You sit down with them, uh, let them talk to you, show you their vision, show you their plan, their program. And then at that point, if you decide that it's not the right place for you, then you can do it, but we're not going to, we're not going to, uh, you haven't seen, and Justin, I haven't been combing, uh, X. Uh, I haven't seen any of the current players saying anything. Nothing. So that tells me they asked them to please not say a word, uh, in social media and let us get this guy in here. We're going to get our guy in here. Sit down. Let him meet with the team. When these guys come in now, when they meet with the team, these guys are as good as we think they are. They're going to do a good job, right? That in front of that team, speaking of that team, they'll do a good job of, but they got to rely, they got to rely on who? Uh, Nick Saban, the assistants that are here. You don't think about those guys. These guys don't have jobs now, basically, because you're not going to hire somebody and they're going to say you have to keep so and so and so and so and so and so. So when that new guy comes in, do they meet with him and say, hey, man, you get you got to keep this guy because they're trying to get a job. They're trying to get kept. Those are the things behind the scenes that are difficult to deal with. It's your comments on all that. Well, it sure is. It's First of all, it's the staff situation. It's once you get the job, uh, there are staff members and families there that are, are coaching your team that uh, you decide that you want to bring in your best buddy that was your, that was your assistant wherever you are. And uh, that best buddy is means that you're going to eliminate somebody that uh, you don't really know that well at Alabama, and it becomes a heartbreaking thing. It was with uh, when when Ray came in and I was there. Uh, Ray came in and, and sort of mashed people uh, a little bit, uh, you know, in a tough way, and uh, changed things. You do some, you do make some changes. Uh, you're not taking down a tower like Coach De- like Ray did, but. You you do make some changes, and and when you make changes, as you stated, it, it causes heartache and frustration. You're not, and, and what you said, you're not going to get just John John Q. Player making a statement. They're going to get the people that, that they'll interview the people that that statements are maybe mean a little bit. Yeah, but I'm saying more. those guys are usually they go to social media and they're yeah. putting yeah. out how much they love Coach. Yeah. I think Terion Arnold put something out, but he's not coming back. Uh, yeah. So there's they were told not to do that, and good for them that they have it. You know, sometimes yeah. guy, kids don't listen. Uh, and so, uh, but, you know, I think about Coach and I um, – you know, and I hope everything's, everybody's great and he can ride off. Uh, Justin Thomas had a neat little thing about all he's done for him. And then he said, I can't wait to get you down here in Jupiter and kick your A-double-S on the golf course. Uh, you know, which was kind of a funny, funny, uh, thing there. But, uh, you know, you're not hearing anything from those guys, but I do feel for the assistants. You know, you got guys like Tommy Reese. These guys have come over here. There's no guarantee. Because whoever he hires, Greg Byrne hires, 
he's got to let them bring their own staff, right? You can't say you you can come, but you got to keep this guy, this guy, and this guy. So these guys, and it's kind of late in the game a little bit now. There's not a ton of jobs open, uh, right? So maybe some guys will. Well, I guess if whoever comes in, what should they do? Should they keep somebody within this staff to try to retain? Oh, sure. A lot of these players. Yeah. How do they? Oh, how do they? How do they, how how do they win through that? I think you keep two or three. I think you keep people that are, that are familiar with with everybody. I think you keep the the people that uh, travel with the football team if if you like them, or, or people that know the inside of Alabama football. Um, I think that's that's really important. Most of you probably realize that uh, when when the defense coordinator resigned the other day, he knew something. Yeah. Uh, I hope that you understand that. He knew something that he didn't say. And so uh, uh, he, he wanted to be out of there so that the, he, it was time for him. He's 66 years of age and won't do other things, done a great job. So he, he knew something, and most of them knew something. But, you know, but when you do something like that, you think it through, and you have to think it through. Yes, you recruit. Yes, you do everything that you've always been doing. But knowing full well that that uh, people like Bill Belichick, who's announced who, who they're going to let, let go, and you don't, I don't want to say it goes out on bad terms. He won six NFL game championships or whatever he won, but it, it's uh, a little bit better for you when you go out on better terms than that. And, and I think he, he surrounded, he, he saw people around him. And I know the frustration in the NFL is different than the frustration in college because it, the rules are different. But um, we're we're sitting here today, which NCAA president makes this statement today that Michigan won the national championship square and fair, <laughs> fair and square. So uh, I. Uh, we're going to get to get to break here. I want to um, get your thoughts on this. I'll get them when we get back from break. You guys will call, give us a call, 205-342-9904. How much will Nick Saban play? What what role will he play in helping Greg Byrne with the replacement? Okay. Or does he tell Greg Byrne, this is who you need to get? Uh, okay. Or does he let it be completely Greg because he doesn't want, you know? And does he... Does the guy talk to coach before he takes the job? Does he say coach? Uh, tell me about, you know, coming in there, uh, coming in behind you. Does he have to talk the guy into almost taking it? I mean, I hear people talk about Dan Lanning and maybe he is the guy. Dan Lanning's been a head coach for what, two years? Uh, whew, I, this is some job to take and you haven't been a head coach very long. I mean, you were, you were, uh, GA at Alabama in 2015. GA. I mean, do you, guys, do you really know what a GA does? Like, I don't know that they, but maybe he is. I, I don't know. All right. We'll take the break here. We'll open up the phone lines and I want you to tell me how much will Nick Saban factor into what he tells Greg Byrne and, uh, in this decision as to who will replace what we always, what everybody calls the goat. Royal cleaners, they want to make your life easy. They'll come right to you, pick up all your cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off three locations, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, and North Porter, my location, 4851 Rice Mine Road. 
Get everything clean, get it ready, but they want to make it easy for you. 205-391-0034, Royal Cleaners. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. So far this morning, we've had a collection of mostly minor accidents. Latest one to hit the board is westbound 2059 past the 359 interchange. The vehicles are on the right shoulder, though. No lanes blocked and no backup to the area there. Meantime, if you're traveling along McFarland Boulevard from Coker, passing of Lurling Wallace, U of A, and down to I-20, you're moving at posted speed so far this morning. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. Everyone knew it would come before long. But Nick Saban blocked the world of Alabama fans and the college football world by announcing his retirement yesterday. In a written statement, the GOAT summed up what his career has has been all about. It's not just about how many games we've won and lost, but it's about the legacy and how we went about it. We always try to do it the right way. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news sports and weather coverage throughout the day. It's free. Don Hartley. Where media Tuscaloosa Trust. Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Hey, Jen. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A nice warm-up today. The sky partly to mostly sunny, the high at 60. Tonight, increasingly cloudy with the low at 45. An active day tomorrow, breezy with showers and thunderstorms. The storms tomorrow could be severe, the high at 63. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Well, somebody answer that damn phone. That's 205-342-9904. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Phone lines are open 205-342-9904. Before we get to Philip, though, uh, will, will coach or has coach, not will, I'm sure it's done by now. Has he given Greg Byrne a couple guys or has Greg Byrne run a couple guys off of him? I know there's been some communication there. What, what role will Nick Saban play in his replacement? Um, an outside role, but an inside role is what, uh, a little bit, but kind of a little of both. What's going to happen here, what's already happened is that he has indicated to to Greg, you know, some, I don't know how many days ago that uh, he's stepping down. Um, 
and they had a talk about that. And uh, of course, Doctor Bell knows it and, and knew it. And um, then, um, uh, you know, your athletic director has a list of people he because he he's thought about this all all year. The athletic director has more so than much more than Nick. Um, and he's got his list of people that he he likes, which are thrown to coach, which are talked to talked to about coach, and and um, there's not a whole lot said there because they don't know if the person that they're interested in is going to be interested in them. That's your key. Uh, if the guy's making a load at his place, he's not likely to go. Uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be a deal where everybody pats you on the back because you took the job. Uh, they they gonna look something for some reason to criticize you. So as they go through this process, Barry, I think I think uh, I think I think uh, Greg Byrne leans on coach. Yeah, I think one of the on one of the things uh, that's confusing to me when you hear all the rumors, and of course, it's rumors, and and I've had about three or four different people from different air places, a player, uh, a doctor that was there. Uh, tell me that Dan Lanning was at Chuck's last night. Now, first of all, why would you take him to Chuck's? But I, mean, I know they have a private room, uh, so they had him out at, at Chuck's uh, last night, which makes me, if that is true, uh, that makes me what, you know, people say, well, he was interviewing coaches one hour before he went and told them. That means it wasn't such an emergency deal. If you had time to get Dan Lanning in here last night, if that's... I doubt, I doubt Dan Lanning's at Chuck's. Uh, yeah, well, it's been... It's been, I mean, I've got somebody that doesn't, I mean, they said they saw him there. I mean, okay. one of the players, you know, that, you know, my kids are close to these guys that play out sure. there and, uh, you know, they tell you some of the stuff that's going on. All right. We'll get, to, uh, we'll dig into more of that. We'll get to the Yellowwood hotline, get Philip here. Good morning, Philip. Morning. Good morning. Uh, Samson was on top of this months ago. Um, I think that. A lot has already been decided in the last few days. I think a lot of, a lot has been, uh, talked about and discussed between the major players, i.e. Coach Saban and Greg Byrne over the last week possibly. And, and I think the wheels are firmly in motion and have been for, for several days. I don't think Greg Byrne was, was shopping somewhere yesterday and, and got a, and got the phone call from somebody that this happened. This happened. I think he, he knew several days ago, a week ago, maybe. So I think I think a lot can happen today. A lot will be learned today, and I think there's a very strong possibility that if Alabama does not have a head coach today, that they will go through Saturday because, like I told Martin Houston, the Texans play Saturday, and I think that's about as long is is Alabama is willing to go if they don't have a guy lined up today, and that and because uh, D'Amico being the head coach of the Texans and then playing on Saturday is works out in Alabama's favor. Yeah, and Dad, your thoughts about D'Amico has no college experience uh, to try to come in and get your arms around uh, the NCAA rule book, all the things you can and you can't do, the all that. Uh, I, I understand people. Are very high on him, but having no college experience, uh, Dad, could you see D'Amico Ryan's? I'm sure he'd be a great recruiter, and guys would want to play play for him. But just trying to learn the college game, uh, how difficult is that, Dad? I think it'd be awfully difficult. I don't know that, that he he's not. 
correct, but I, I think it'll be be awfully hard. I think uh, what's going to happen here, uh, it'd be one of two people. Not not I'm not going to say people, but uh, their names. It'll, it'll be a a head coach with a lot of success, or it'll be an assistant football coach that you have a great deal of trust in. That coach that Coach Saban has said to you, this guy is terrific. He comes in with no record, with nobody to jump on his fanny. That may not happen. The other problem that you have now in, in, in this rush job, is, as Philip has, has mentioned, um, is that uh, the ones that you are interested in, when you go through number one and number two, you don't you don't call anybody else. If one and two are not interested in you, you have to contact the athletic director. Uh, you have to call, call whoever you need to call, the president or whatever, most time the athletic director, to get permission to talk to this guy. So what you would like to do is to be is to be involved with number one and number two, and then from there uh, make your move if they tell you no, because those people that are talking to you, you're not going to try. You're not going to take my coach, but we can keep from it. You know that kind of thing in some places. But I think I think and and again I could be dead wrong. I think it's going to be somebody with a proven record or somebody that's assistant coach that Coach Saban believes is really ready to coach. Because there's no, there's, there's, well, you know, well, so-and-so beat him. Well, he didn't, you know, you don't have anything to say to this guy about this guy's record, particularly. So I think it's going to be one of those two types of people. Again, I could, I could, I could be right. I just don't, you know, if you, so if they lose, then we're going to hire D'Amico tomorrow. Like, I don't know the timing with the, that's another reason why this transfer portal is so bad. The timing, you can't. Really take your time, and to make your Ryan's not going to take the job with his NFL well, team still playing. Uh, and then by the well, time he lost, is he going? I just don't think there's enough time, Philip, for that to happen. Well, the, the process, Philip, is that uh, these kids who are coming in to decide they're going to stay or leave. Uh, it's great because he's one of them, uh, been one of them, but it's also very, very difficult to know what's the best thing to do. You have a you have a numbers count on how many players you're going to be able to get or have in your program and the right ones. It, it's a, it's quite different when Coach Bryant got out. You know, it, it's all different in the world. Yeah, I, I think today is a huge day. I think, like I say, I think there's a strong possibility that the new coach could be named today. And, and Barry, going back to what you talked about a while ago about the press conference and all that, I think it's going to be a dual type thing. I believe Saban will be there mm. and the new coach sharing the floor time at the same time. Mm. Boy, I just, I, I, I would be, you, you could be dead on it, but I would be really shocked if you're, if they announced the head football coach today. I would be. But I, would you be shocked if Nick Saban's at the press conference? Uh, would I be, yeah, I would be because I think he doesn't want the, any limelight on himself. Yeah, I think he he will feel like the attention no, would all be towards yeah, him, and, he, right. and he, it's not his program anymore. He might, you might he be right, be. Phil. I mean, that sounds. I mean, that would be one heck of a press conference. They'd have to have that thing in, in Coleman Coliseum to get all the media in there. But uh, do you want Coach to have a press conference, Philip, and just say his goodbye? <laughs> I like it. I personally, I'd like it. But I tell you, to me is, uh, if if you want to do some snooping around and find out who the candidate is, there's there's two places you can go to. One, it's the hotel capstone, and you can um, mess around over there for a while and eat breakfast and look around and ask and, and look for who's coming in and out. 
And then that other new ho- new hotel they built uh, downtown, or what do they call it, Amity Am- 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 or Amity Am- Am- or whatever Alamite. it's called? Alamite. Am- yeah. So those are the two places that a curious person I just don't I, think you bring the. I don't know. They, they don't bring these guys to campus as much as y'all think. Well, there, there. There's a situation basically on, on some of them that uh, a lot of them that uh, the plane will be checked, but the, he'll go to them. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. All right, we'll take the break. We'll get back. We'll have Joe in. Uh, we'll get Joe's thoughts on everything. There's a lot of decisions to be made. Uh, I hope Coach has a press conference, but I, I don't know, man. He may already be down in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, yeah, uh, I wanted to stuff before Joe gets on. Uh, we finished up basketball last night, and we had seven home teams win in the seven games. Yeah. <laughs> Two men in a truck, 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your pack boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need in preparation for this move. It's a local move out of town, out of state. Moving is stressful enough, so let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff and take all the stress away from you. 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck, movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. So far this morning, we've had a collection of mostly minor accidents. Latest one to hit the board is westbound 2059 past the 359 interchange. The vehicles are on the right shoulder, though. No lanes blocked and no backup to the area there. Meantime, if you're traveling along McFarland Boulevard from Coker, passing of Lurling Wallace, U of A, and down to I-20, you're moving at posted speed so far this morning. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern if it doesn't have a yellow tag on it. You don't want to go on X. Uh, it said he talked to Kristen Saban. Uh, good Lord, hope coach is not doing it, not doing this. Kristen t- Saban told me she knew it was coming, but had no idea it was going down today. They're headed to Dis- they're headed to Disney. I didn't ask if Nick was going, but I, like I like to imagine he is. Surely, coach is not the first day of retirement. He's not going to stand in line. To- if he goes down to Disney and sees those lines and those prices, he'll call Greg Byrne back and say, "Wait a minute, Greg, I'm coming back." Come on, Greg. You know, you know, he's got the fast pass. He's getting all those lines. He won't get no line. He ain't going, he ain't to, going nowhere. He ain't going to Disney. If he goes, he goes to the Disney, golf course. If he goes to Disney. He'll be back at Alabama next tomorrow. All right, back to the Yellowwood Hotline. Bring Joe in the show. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe. Morning, guys. Morning. Barry, I'm going to say what Wimp should have said this morning. I don't know why he didn't. I'm surprised. There's only two coaches out there that Greg Byrne can hire and have a good chance of keeping this program where it is right now. Okay. Who are they? Lane Kiffin and D'Amico Ryans. Lane Kiffin, because he has done more with less, and he's figured out a way to beat this new system better than anybody else in the country. D'Amico Ryan's because he played at Alabama. He's hot right now. He's black. Let's tell it like it is. He's black. 
and we need a new. If we ever, you know, if we're ever going to hire a black football coach at Alabama, it's a prime opportunity to do it. But Lane Kiffin has the opportunity to do something that no coach has never done in the history of college football. All right, Joe. Turn down let me, let me Auburn. Ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me, let me say this, Barry. Let me say this, and you can turn down Auburn one year and turn around and turn down Alabama the next year. Okay, put something on me. First of all, Alabama football is more than just coaching. All right, Lane Kiffin is a good coach. Do you remember they fired Lane Kiffin the week of the national championship because of his off the field antics? That's right. And hanging out, at, hanging out at Ennis Free, and although do you think with the image of Alabama, they're going to go hire a guy that caused that many problems when he was here? Let me ask you. Did he do any? What did Price do? Price never got on the field. I mean, think about it, Barry. What is that? What is that? I don't even understand. It's that. all history, Barry. Barry it's, I mean, people make mistakes. People make bad choices. He was going through a divorce, Barry. Well, I'm saying he, he got he got another opportunity, but I just can't. If Nick Saban fired him the week of the national championship, you think that's the guy that he's going to want to have come replace him? Burns making the hire, not Saban. I'm just saying. <laughs> do you know, if, what if I said, Greg Byrne was going to hire Lane Kiffin, do you not think that he would have to get, he would have to ask Coach about that? Should I do this? And I'm not, maybe Coach would say, yeah, hey, he's matured. That was back then. He's matured now. I just don't, I don't know. Dad, do you think Lane Kiffin, I don't see him as even a candidate. And I'm maybe wrong. Does Lane Kiffin even a candidate for this job? I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think uh, Lane Kiffin is uh, a guy that recruits through the process of. I don't think he's a great recruiter. He's a, he's a great guy going in and getting your players that are unhappy at your place. I don't think he's a hard worker off the field as far as going in recruiting and hugging mothers and that kind of thing. I don't think he does that very well. Uh, I think the other thing, and I don't. I have no. I know. A, I don't have any. I think there's always some uh, there's always some stink around it. There's always some controversy. There's always this to try to work out, work through. I'm not sure that Greg Byrne wants to do that. I just don't see those two. They they have totally different personalities. Um, but like Joe, I could as far as coaching on the field, I think the guy could handle that part of it. The other stuff that goes with being the Alabama coach, I'm not so sure. That's well, my Barry, you that's have my to, opinion. My opinion. You have to, I mean, look how many mistakes all three of us have made in our lifetime. Yeah. You're going to hold something over this guy that happened a decade ago? Well, I'm not holding over. He he can get the Ole Miss job, but the Alabama job, that's the top of the top. And you did it here. Would USC hire him back now? Say, you know, he's learned now. Uh, We want to bring you, would Southern Cal hire him back? Look, USC hired the closest thing to him they could get. When they hired Riley. You may tell you, you, tell you who I would Riley. hire if I were Greg Byrne, who I would hire? I would go try to hire Steve Sarkeesian. If I were Greg Byrne. That thoughts on Steve. Oh, I think it'd be fine if you could hire him. I think coming from the University of Texas is leaving the University of Texas with the money and th- things that they have and the security he has there with would probably not he would probably not do it but you know he he would he would be a good hire i think i just think it uh 
the person that's going to do the hiring is one person this time. He's going to recommend to Dr. Bell, uh, and Dr. Bell will meet, uh, say the athletic director, going, it's going to be, it's going to be Greg Byrne. You can hear all you want to hear. And I don't, I don't know what Greg Byrne's thoughts are exactly as to what, what he wants to do, but he'll lean on coach to some extent when he has it down to the two people that he wants to get. And he'll, he'll, he'll start it at two. And uh, go from there. Yeah, Joe uh, Demetrio Ryan's no college experience. Is that would that worry you? Nope. Why? Hey, you have assistants and you have all this staff to worry about all this NCAA stuff and all the other stuff. I mean, if he wants the job, that ain't gonna stop him from getting it. If he wants him, I mean, that. that that ain't gonna bother well, him. Well, I'm not saying stop him from wanting it, but would it stop you from wanting him? No, right, right now, not at all. Not at all. He could be. Just think about the recruiter he can be at Alabama. He'd be the first black head football coach at Alabama. Yeah. No, he and he played here. Barry. He'd be a dynamic recruiter. And he's from right up the road, Bessemer, Alabama, just Lanier High School. Um, but now, let me give you credit. My third choice would would have been him. So, Sark, I, Sark. You know. where <laughs> yeah, would where would I mean, where would Dabo and Dan Lanning fall on your list? Dan Lanning has a twenty million dollar buyout. Compare what he's done at Oregon to, to to what Kiffin's done at Ole Miss. No comparison. No only, comparison. Well, he's only been there. His first year was twenty twenty two. Well, he's got Phil Knight money, and he ain't gonna have that much longer unless Phil leads it to leads it to Let me the ask university. You this. Let me ask you this: If you're Dan Lanning and Greg Byrne tries to hire you, would you consider telling him no? Like, would you say, "Look, I got this Oregon job, but we're not in the SEC. I got an easier chance to win over here. I got all the money. I got all the Nike money I need." I'm not, that's career suicide. I'm not going to Tuscaloosa. Yep. Look, it would be a train wreck if we hire him. <laughs> why is, why is everybody saying that's who it's going to be? I don't know. Just $20 million buyout is enough for me. I mean, we'll end up like Kelly and and your boy Hugh down at Auburn. They done fired all their staff. They hadn't been there but. That, that new arena will get put back five more years, and the basketball team might start having to bust if you pay twenty million think for it. Think about how much money Hugh and Kelly has done cost them on their jobs, their schools. Plus, their plus Kelly's ridiculous salary he has on top of it. So you know, you got to think long term, and it's going to cost a little to get Kiffin, but it ain't nothing like Daniel Hanning, and you're going to get a lot better offensive team. You're going to have kids want to come here. Because of the offense and D'Amico is just going to be because who he is and the program history and everything behind it. Yeah, y'all y'all don't agree with my two, huh? Okay, I, I didn't disagree. I, I just I, I, I wasn't that. a genius like you were. I, I don't see my my wife uh, would want him to hire Lane Kiffin. I don't, for some reason she thinks he's funny, but um, I don't see it. But I mean, I could be wrong. We'll see. Barry, he had the greatest line at SEC Media Days and got the biggest laugh of anybody this year. You remember what it was? Who, Lit Kiffin? Yeah. No. Mm. 
the guy stood up the young reporter and said, everybody tells me I look like you and I act like you and all this stuff. He went through it for about a minute, a minute and a half. And, you know, and he looked at Kiffin. You know what Kiffin's answer was? What's that? What's your mama's name? <laughs> the place fell apart, man. It was unreal, the laugh he got. And it was. it hadn't been the last day. It had been the first day. It had been totally different. Yeah. He brings humor to the program, and mm-hmm. that's something it needs. We'll it see. does. We'll see. I don't think we have to well, wait long. I, but... I was going to call, Barry. I was going to call Monday. I kid you not. I was about to dial it. And, oh, man, y'all got wimps so fired up. I was going to get him on his boy down at A&M. You know, how pitiful he's doing with the second best, <laughs> mo- second most money in the SEC. Buzz. 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 Behind Kentucky. Buzz. I was going to jump him, but he come up with that line, Barry. What was his line? You remember what it was? <laughs> I don't remember. Who, who, are you, who are you talking about? about? Buzz William. Buzz. Buzz. Yeah, uh, Texas yeah Buzz. Buzz done got beat again since I would have called Monday. Well, he's owing anyway. too. Yeah. yeah. Bu- and got beat bad at home twice this year. When he got the anyway. job, he replaced my buddy there, Billy Ken, and they, the All seven, the, all seven home teams won. All seven home teams won. The Buzz is back. They were saying the Buzz is back. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. All right, I think I struck a n- nerve, Dad. Uh, let's get back to the Yellowwood Hotline. When I said Sark, uh, I mean, he wouldn't, he'd be one of my choices. Digger didn't like that. Good morning, Digger. How are you? Hey, Digger. Of course I, of course I didn't like it, man. What's up with you, bro? <laughs> you got beat by Washington. Y'all fire him. Yeah, y'all should fire him. He can't and, win a big game. And he's up for a raise. Well, he's going to get up. He's going to bidding process. His name, they'll be throwing his name out there. He'll get a raise. Uh, they'll just toss it out there, that agent. Who's his agent? Jimmy Sexton? Oh, I hate that man. He ain't coming. Oh, <laughs> no, he ain't coming. You know why? Happy wife and a happy life. She ain't leaving. Her name is L'Oreal. I don't know if y'all know her, but she's a fabulous babe. She is not leaving Austin. She loves the QT services. You know what that is? What's that? Quality time services. Mm-hmm. University of Texas has happy hour for the coach's wife. Domestic services. Okay. You're National fixing. Services. You're fixing. You're fixing to play the national championship game in Houston, Texas, and you get beat. Oh, we had it right there, buddy. Four shots on the 12-yard line. Oh. It's coming, I'm telling you. But real quick, please hire Lane Kiffin. Oh, my God, that would send the program into a spiral. Dang, hire Lane Kiffin. Please hire him. And, D'Amico, are you sure he's leaving an NFL job for this? To follow Nick Saban? I don't think so. Yeah, I just don't think people understand, like, they ain't lining up to take this job. I mean, guys with really good jobs, because following the GOAT, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, everybody, everybody says you got to go in there and you got to be yourself. You got to do your own thing. And then they say, well, this guy knows the process. So wait a minute. So you're wanting the guy to come in and be like Nick Saban. And that's impossible. I do think it's time to hire a black coach. We'll think see. Think about that. Okay. <laughs> Think about it. All right. Well, okay. Give, me, give me give me another candidate than other than D'Amico. Ooh. 
James Franklin. I don't know, been man. Around at Penn State. No, James Franklin. Oh been yeah, there you go. No. Yeah, hire him. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he did a pretty good job roster. at Vanderbilt. Yeah. yeah, but he, he They'll got... be poaching that roster like you wouldn't believe. And trust me, Justice Haynes would be out of there. Yeah, if they hired James Franklin, that transfer portal, we wouldn't, you won't have 10 players on Alabama's team return. Thank you, Digger. <laughs> Thanks, Digger. All right, we'll go ahead and take the break. We'll get the Cowboy. Uh, we're going to actually have no guests in the second hour. We'll take your phone calls throughout the show and we'll look at some of these candidates. Also, you know, talk a little bit more about Coach Saban's role, uh, here. You know, he's that the part like in Florida, you know, you got Steve Spurrier hanging around. I don't, Nick Saban's not going to be hanging around. He's going to be, uh, hanging around Jupiter, Florida, which I think helps the next guy, uh, when he comes in this cab, not cab coach here just because it's just so difficult with a guy like that still around. You listen to Tide 100.9. Let's see home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. Our accident on westbound 2059 past the 359 is cleared. It was on the shoulder most of the time anyway, and no backup through the area there. We do have a little slowing now on the southbound lanes of Lurling Wallace crossing the river up to Jack Warner. Most of that is traffic taking the exit ramp there. No big problems if you're traveling along McFarland Boulevard. Just a few areas of very minor congestion. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Happy Thursday and good day to my good people here that listen to us on the Tide 100.9. This is Corey Miller, the pastor of pain. And Christian Miller, tomorrow is that time. My man and 50 grand, Stephen M. Smith of the Bama Standard, in his own words, will join us to break down Alabama football, some of the good news that we got guys returning, and what it's going to mean for the team, guys that are leaving. That's all coming up tomorrow on Thursday. On the Miller's Edge. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Yeah. 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A nice warm-up today. The sky partly to mostly sunny, the high at 60. Tonight, increasingly cloudy with a low at 45. An active day tomorrow, breezy with showers and thunderstorms. The storms tomorrow could be severe, the high at 63. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9. And online on Tide100.9.com. Welcome back to Inside Locker and the report. And it, uh, yeah, coach just pulled into the facility. And so he's headed back up in there to his office. Uh, how do you think that's going? He's going through there and saying, all right, pack this up here. Take this to Jupiter. Cedric and have this. You can throw that away. I don't know what well, that is. What, what is he doing up there today? You know, the interesting thing for me, Barry, is that, uh, you have, you have staff meetings with everybody there and to be able to, Realize without him, you know, he, him making the comments to his staffs that it was about time. Uh, it never did really leak out. Uh, I, I found out a little bit about it, but it didn't really leak out much. Uh, where when Coach, when Coach Brown, you know, it was everywhere. Yeah. And it has a better chance of being everywhere now than normal, and it wasn't. It, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it, 
it's quite interesting to yeah. see. So evidently he uh, they had a video of him leaving yesterday. It says the last time he left as the head coach. Uh, so you think his key card still worked the building uh, when he got there? All right, get to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Cowboy in. Good morning, Cowboy. Hey. Hey, Barry and Coach. Hey, I've been listening to some of y'all's show this morning, and all these people speculating, Coach, here and there, this and that. You know, that's the problem. They should have, they should have, when Coach Saban was leaving, I mean, he's probably known a week. The guy should have been hired and announced this morning because you're going to have a day or two days of all this goofy, crazy talk about this guy, that guy. I don't think Dan Lanning had enough experience. I dabbo, well, he don't like the transfer portal. <laughs> you know, all that makes, I guess, shows for you guys. But if I'd have been uh, Greg Byrne, I'd have had the guy hired tonight. Because if it is Dan Lanning, then they've got time for two days to wallow around here in the clouds, you know, and uh, and then he might could back out. You, you've got to slam dunk this thing Um you know, Coach Saban resigns last night, and this morning you're naming somebody um, because it's just going to go on all this yabby ass talk. I do think and, I do think Dan. If Dan Lanning is the guy, first of all, I don't think Alabama will even flinch it paying the twenty million uh, if he's the guy. But I do think Greg Byrne has to ask Coach Saban, like, okay, is he ready? Uh, tell me about him as a football Because Coach knows. I mean, Greg Byrne doesn't know coaching football. I mean, he knows uh, other things. So I would think Coach would have to sign off on that one. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree to that, uh, Cowboy? Well, probably. Uh, you know, I don't know. Coach Saban is I'm not taking over the, as the head coach of the University right. of Alabama, following him. Mm. You okay? Are you okay, uh, the Cowboy, with him going for it on fourth down and four and not making it and getting beat by Washington in the first game? Well, you know, that's what his analytics chart said. <laughs> he's a young guy. I mean, Lane Shippen, you had a guy promote him. He, he went for it. So my point is, is my point is, there is not a there is not a right guy to take his place. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, maybe maybe the right guy's Dion. He knows how to work the portal. Mm-hmm. Dang, that wouldn't fly. Thank you, cowboy. Thanks, cowboy. All right, we take this top of the hour break. Phone on. Call back, the uh, cowboy, if you want. Uh, my head, if you had more there, I'm sorry to cut you off. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. We want to thank Yellowwood, Jimmy Rain in Yellowwood, Great Southern Wood. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Dad, did you see where they rolled Toomer's Corner uh, after Coach Saban? I don't, they, I don't know if they did that or not. Uh, you need to call somebody and check it. I'm not so sure they didn't make that picture of. Yeah, these people don't realize this. Toomer's Corner has been rolled a lot of times. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Was anybody there and actually saw the toilet paper? Yeah, I, I think maybe that was an old picture. My, my, yeah. my opinion. Yeah, you listen, Todd, 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Our accident on westbound 2059 past the 359 is cleared. It was on the shoulder most of the time anyway, and no backup through the area there. We do have a little slowing now on the southbound lanes of Lurling Wallace crossing the river up to Jack Warner. Most of that is traffic taking the exit ramp there. No big problems if you're traveling along McFarland Boulevard. Just a few areas of very minor congestion. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. Breaking news from the NFL, where according to multiple reports, the New England Patriots and head coach Bill Belichick will part ways after 24 years and six Super Bowl titles together. Belichick is second in league history in coaching wins, including playoffs at 333, trailing only Don Shula. Pete Carroll's out as head coach of the Seattle Seahawks after 14 seasons. There are now eight head coaching vacancies in the NFL. Patriots, Seahawks, Titans, Chargers, Raiders, Commanders, Falcons, and Panthers. College football news, Nick Saban announced his retirement as head coach at Alabama, one of the greatest coaches in college football history, steps away after 17 seasons and six national titles with the Crimson Tide. He also won a national title with LSU. His 292 career coaching victories are sixth all-time in FBS history. In the NBA, the Celtics, top team in the East, hosted the Timberwolves, top team in the West, with Boston getting the 127-120 overtime win behind Jason Tatum's 45 points. Boston's 18-0 at home this year. Ask Sherwin Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Knipper, he's my Allstate insurance agent. Let Andrew become yours. I did 4705 in Fallen Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Give Andrew and his staff a call, 205-722-9201. He takes great care of me. Whenever you have an issue, Andrew knows exactly where you need to go. That's comforting in itself right there. So Andrew Knipper, Allstate insurance, do what I did Make the switch. All right, Justin, Dad, I want y'all. Uh, phone lines are open, guys, 205-342-9904. Um, let me ask you about these two guys. I gave my opinion of Lane Kiffin. I don't think it's a possibility, but I could be dead wrong. So, Dad, is Lane Kiffin, I think he would recruit better than you think he would. If he's at Alabama, I think he's he takes the job that he has, and he, he can get it better done with the portal. And he can there. You got Julian saying in here, uh, he's got connections out in California. Is he even a candidate for this job? Oh, I think he's a, I think he's in the thought process by, by the athletic director. I don't know. Uh, I think he's a, I think he would be, he would be, he would be a person that everybody would like more than anybody else. They just, they just the, the bigger crowd likes Blaine Kiffin than they do anybody else. I don't that, think he would be scared to follow Saban. No. Justin, is Lane Kiffin even a candidate for you, or would you be happy if that's who they put up on the podium? I would I would be fine with it. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Lane Kiffin. I think, though... I would be floored if it was Lane Kiffin. I, I'd be just as surprised if it was anybody else because of really? all the rumors flying around Dan Lanning, 
I mean, usually the first guy's name that's out there never t- gets the job or takes no. it. Right, which is that's a concerning thing. Yeah, all right, so all right, Dad, let's turn to the next guy, Dabo. Uh, you had people last night, the statue chanting, we don't want, whatever they chant, they didn't want that, but all these people out there chanting on other piss from yeah. Pepsi. Um, yeah. is Dabo, uh, is the time right for him at this point to want to leave Clemson? Uh, it's kind of deteriorated a little bit. He hasn't adjusted great with it, but the, the former players that he played with, a lot of those guys. What about Dabo? Where does he fall in this thing? Oh, I think he's probably, uh, on the small list that coaches that uh, Barry has, I don't know how how deep that list is exactly. I'm I'm, t- I'm gonna try to find out today, and um, you know what uh, what interest I, I don't know. I think he, he, if they if you looked at a, a list that he had in his drawer, he would be on that list. Whether he's um, whether he's that hot on the list, I I have no idea. I think he's uh, he has been a little bit of a victim of his own success. Mm-hmm. That happens to you all the time. People don't. Every time I say it, it just goes in one ear and out the other of our listeners. Once you get really good and you drop down to to uh, ten and two, you know they're they're wanting you out of there, and you've just you've lost it all. You because you've been so good at twelve and zero, and and you can't you can't do that all the time. So. I think he's a little bit of a victim of his own success. I would say, uh, I, w- I would say on the, on the list, but uh, how high up I don't know. Do you even kick the tires? Because this guy went through the media over there in Athens, uh, you know, with his players speeding and all the different things, and they they get you over there, man. The media of Atlanta, Athens. Perfect guy for the job is Kirby Smart. Any right. chance you could throw any number at Kirby Smart, he's the one you want to get. If you could get Kirby Smart, uh, you talk about knowing the process. Uh, any chance, is there any, do you at least kick the tire if you're Greg, or you at least say, I tried to get the absolute best and couldn't do it? Or does that, you just say, I would kick all four of them. Uh, I might, I might go by and brush one. You're not going to get him. He would be, he'd be a terrific choice, I think, because he knows the process. And people would complain about the first game he lost. What would be, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's just going. There's not a perfect guy out there, as we know. Um, and he would come, come pretty close to being that. But there's, there's, there's not a perfect guy out there because it's going to be a comparison deal. Uh, I saw it with Coach. For for so long, and uh, you know when you come in, and I don't want to say this in the wrong way because he liked me a lot. And uh, Ray Perkins came in, and he came in quite different than some people when they come. He came in with a hard nose, and with uh, coaches, and you know he 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 let one of the coaches that. Really, people just walked in and said, "Look, I'm not, I'm not keeping you." Uh, he didn't do it in a really great way. He, he got in. He just different, and uh, I don't think you can come in like that. You can come in with a, with a gratitude of getting the job and excited about the opportunity and 
doing everything you possibly can to keep this thing going the way it's going, but it's not going to go that way. Um, you, you can't come in with a "I'm going to show you" attitude. You got to be, you got to be like. Now, I will, I will argue, Barry. I, I think you're right. I don't think they're going to hire Lane Kiffin. I think if you if you were to go down the street and start voting, people would say Lane Kiffin probably. But I, I, I just I can't see behind the scenes you hire him. All right, let's get to the uh, Andrew Knifer hotline here and get Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Barry. How are you, my man? Well, I, I'm calling. First you sound, like you're, you sound like you're sad, Tom. You sad? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, I've been one of the ones. I, I wanted to say this before I get started, though, okay? <laughs> I wanted to apologize for bringing up what's his name the other day. I didn't realize it. But some friends of mine over here in Iowa heard my phone call. They cussed me up one side and down the other. I didn't re- not realize they hated that guy and Bill Oliver like they did. Yeah, well, and I mean, I called it for two days, and I they said that I had to call and apologize. So that's what I'm doing. Well, I knew you didn't call for two days, and I knew you felt like it's you probably, and that's oh, okay. And I, I did. It, it, it's okay. You, hey, hey. Uh, Coach, Tom, I, I, Tom, I would have never, I would Tom. never mention that. Sir. Listen to me, listen to me. The the slate is clean. Okay, okay. got a clean slate. All right. Well, I got to tell you this, and then I'm gonna move on. The people over here despise him. Yeah. Who? And and no, I'm not gonna go into that. Look, they gave they gave me the full ride act, and uh. And I will not do that again. I apologize for doing it. I, I did not know anything. The slate's clean. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. Okay. It's it's clean. Oh yeah. And by the way, Dad, not to interrupt you, Tom, but that there's live cameras on Tumor's Corner, and that was real. They did roll Tumor's Corner. Really? Okay. I say this for Auburn fans. They they know how to play the rivalry game. You got to give them credit. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not the guy that that killed the trees. He was a fool. And he wasn't from Alabama. He did not know how to play the rivalry game. He was from Texas. So what does that tell you? And uh, he didn't know how to play the rivalry game. The Auburn fans, real Auburn fans and real Alabama fans, they know how to play that game. And and, and it's an interesting game and and a fun game. But anyway. Now, here's the thing about Dabo, in my opinion, Coach. Dabo is of the same cut as Coach Saban. Bring a guy in. You come in at this level. I work. You work. We develop. And you, the finished product is a great product you can be proud of. You kind of went through the process. That's not there anymore. It's over. Yeah. You're exactly right when you say that Coach Saban is leaving because the process ain't what it used to be, right or wrong. That's right. That's and, right. you know, as far as developing character and human and, and, and football player and all that thing for the total package of being a, a better citizen, that's been thrown away by the NCAA. It's no more, no longer existing. Dabo cannot function like we need him to function at Alabama because of that. He's a good coach, good person, but he can't, he can't NIL and, 
and transfer portal, he can't function in that world. And I admire him for it. Yeah. But you have to go to who can. Yeah. And that's going to determine who your candidates are. And that's why this morning I say Lane Kiffin's probably moved to the top because he don't have a daggum conscience. <laughs> yeah. But can you overlook all that stuff off the field when you when he was here, Tom? You better. You overlook it. You're overlooking a bunch of stuff now, and you know what, Joe, just like me, you don't say it on the radio, but you know some of the stuff that's went on behind the scenes, not just with Kiffin, but with others. Yeah. And you know that stuff that went on this, this very year, and uh, and and it's no need to get out here blaring it on radio because it, it, it happens everywhere. It's common and all that. And, but don't you and have you to be afraid only if, if, you're, if you're Greg Byrne, if you hire him? All that stuff's going to come out. You're going to have people coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. You know, one of, yeah. one of the things Guess that... What? Yeah. Reality TV. Yeah. Go one ahead, Matt. Go ahead. One, one of the things... I was on around him a little bit, but went down at the Gulf Shores, when we had... Uh, we have coaches golf thing, and I'm in it playing every year. He He, he didn't play golf. But he never got around. He never got around any assistance. He never came down there, and, and he never came and ate down there with us. He would come down and get them to fix him something with a cell phone in his hand. He he, he was he just he was just like he was different than you think he is when you look at him. As Joe likes him real well, and I think he's a good a heck of a football coach. But he he just, he, he just didn't. He didn't. He didn't mix with anybody. He was. It was him by himself. And I know, but just because he didn't play golf, it. it, it you never knew he was there. And I, I'm just. I, I'm. I'm wondering if if his assistant coaches are as comfortable with him as as we think they are. I'm not. No. Sure. No. They're Tom, not. Tom. Does yes. Nick Saban need to get up in front of that podium one last time with that Coke bottle no. and Cedric? No. And say good night. No. Why? Why? No. Why? He did it yesterday. I mean, he, he didn't did. do anything yesterday. Chris Lowe popped it out. Chris Lowe, i.e. the new Cecil Hurt. I wish Cecil Hurt was alive uh, to, to talk about this. But why, Tom? Well, I mean, it's just it's true to his the way he does things. Yeah, doesn't want the I attention. Mean, more, doesn't want the attention. He's going to get attention. He I just does, yeah. That you're, you're, that's that's the best observation you made about him is he, he don't he don't want anything you know to there, there there's other things that I know behind the scenes that's gonna come out later on and, and I wouldn't dare mention them now but the stuff that I know and and all of this will uh, uh, eventually it'll make sense you know what I mean. Yeah. And, uh, and so do you think, all right, so let me ask you this, because uh, I probably know what you're talking about. Not, but so do you think this literally was something that was decided like this in the last two days? Like, you know, hey, this. No, is, no I, I think, I think it's, uh, I think when you're going to, y'all going to make fun of me. And, uh, but when coach dropped his, uh, speculation, so-called speculation, let me put it that way. A while back, you remember that? Yeah. That the decision was being made at that point, and it may have already been made at that point, but I think it was confirmed and finished off at Christmas. 
at the family gathering. I think that was finished off when the family got together at Christmas. I think the news was given to them, and then it worked its way out there. And, uh, but like I say, I'm not saying everything I know. Yeah, let me ask you this, Tom. You think you think I was ahead of Chris and and and, and me? Oh, yeah, yeah. And me yeah, just... yeah. Whoever your friend was, whoever your friend was, whoever I'm a better me person he was. Sorry, go. You think I'm better at the media stuff, and, and he was Chris. Well, when it comes to comes to Alabama, and so far about Coach Saban, I I got to give you credit. You've been spot on with him uh, ever since uh, he's been here. I I, I got to give you credit. Hey, do the, do the people that called in all these other shows and told us we were idiots and called him senile? Do they owe us an apology? Yes, they. Um, yeah, they owe you. Uh, yeah, they, they, owe they, give, they need to give us too. money. Yeah. Huh? You need Mr. Bob Prince needs to sue them for slander. Yeah. Slander. That's right. That's right. Pull and on I those tell you clips. what, they and, and they should pay you a dollar two fifty a week for the rest of their life. Uh, uh, two hundred and fifty? Whatever you say. All right, Tom. Tom, you and Dad got a clean slate. So don't stop yeah. stop not calling. All right. Uh, well, you wouldn't believe the abuse I took, but I <laughs> but after I found out everything, I, I deserved it. And uh, but again, I love the show. I love y'all. Y'all have okay. a good day. Appreciate Thank it, you, Tom. Tom. Thank you, Tom. There's a great listener there, Tom. All right, we'll take a break. We we'll get to JD when we get back from break. Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. Go down to Skyland Boulevard. Uh, they'll take great care. They got the 2024s out there now. The beautiful new trucks, all the cars, the SUVs. Uh, they sold over 320 cars in the month of December alone, and they're ready to make a deal with you. You also have uh, the used inventory right there at the lot. You also can schedule service on the website to save you time. Do it all right at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Listen, Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Nice warm-up today. The sky partly to mostly sunny, the high at 60. Tonight, increasingly cloudy with a low at 45. An active day tomorrow, breezy with showers and thunderstorms. The storms tomorrow could be severe, the high at 63. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide. 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Oh, my goodness. I even got Caroline texting me now. She's got uh, a friend following the tri- tr- flight tracker. <laughs> I thought maybe her dog was doing it. And she's saying uh, they sent me the flight tracker. Wheels up, private jet 676, leaving Tuscaloosa at 930 this morning. 
heading to Athens, Georgia. We're going to arrive at 11 and oh, oh, my gosh, people. All right, get to the uh, – now, I don't think you have to bring Kirby to campus. If Kirby wants the job, uh, if Kirby wants the job, just hire him. You don't even have to go interview him. You got to go to Atlanta to go anywhere. Yeah, well, they're not going to Atlanta. They're going to Athens. All right, we'll get J.D. in the show. Good morning, J.D. Hey, J.D. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are y'all? We're good, buddy. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Y'all were talking about the rivalry earlier, and just a couple of points on that. You know, I found myself this morning surrounded by Auburn fans that, that were celebrating, and I, I reminded them to be, be humble. So I, I read them a scripture out of the book of Sabin, chapter 4, verse 31, about the, the mill row seeking out the great bond to claim the day for victory. And, you know, that seemed to silence them for a little while, but I enjoy the rivalry as much as anybody else. But I'm really curious. I, I, it's going to be difficult to find somebody that's at a made school already to fill the shoes. I, I think you might possibly be looking for a rising star, somebody that's overcome odds at maybe a lower school that could possibly take on the test that doesn't have the baggage. Uh, but at, at this point, it wouldn't surprise me whoever it might be. That well, there's not there's in the, in the process. There's not a completely right person. There's not there's not one that's absolutely perfect for everybody that's uh, going to critique what the hiring uh, is all about. Uh, I, I say this one or two people, um, one or two categories. It's an assistant coach who who Coach Saban thinks is very good, and who and who Greg leans on to talk about this guy or it's a head coach with, with a good record um and so i think it's one of those two people I, and i guess maybe that covers everybody but sometimes assistant coaches are overlooked um but um we'll, we'll see I, I, that hard well enough. my my biggest plea right now it's not it's not uh lobbying for anybody to become a coach it's my biggest plea is for whatever decision is made for the the fan base not to get in their own way. Um, we saw what happens when the fan base was calling for Jalen Milrow needs to be benched. He's not a quarterback. He does not play in the USF game. And then everybody their job and their job. And don't let the fan base really get in their own way. If if they make a decision, the fan base should get behind them, support them, and nobody is going to be safe. That that's well. out of you have to. You have to remember the games are no. The, the games are the games are no good unless you have rivalry. That's no good. That's the reason. That's that's the reason. Sixteen teams in the league are too many because you lose your rivalry. You don't play them enough. Uh, I think it's. I think sixteen teams cost you being having a real rival. Um, so rivalry is great. Thank you. Well, Dave. we get. Uh, thank you. All right, uh, back there. We couldn't catch. Uh, he was in a bad still. All right, back down to the Andrew Knifer hotline. Get Rich in. Good morning, Rich. Morning. Yeah, uh, Barry and Coach Sanders. Uh, I've been a long-time listener of the show, and I was a big fan of your dad when he coached at Alabama. been a Bama fan 60-something years, and I have faith the decision they make will be a good one. And uh, anybody follows Coach Saban is going to be a tough act to follow. Yeah. It would be almost impossible, but, yeah. We'll, we'll weather the storm and weathered many storms before, seen the good times and the bad times, and Alabama will be just fine. Yeah, I agree. 
Anything else, call. Rich? Anything else? No, no, thanks for taking my call, and I love yep. listening to your show. Thank you very thanks much, Rich. Uh, yeah, well, well uh, I think the main concern is the portal, right, Dad? You just, if these guys got, because yeah. school's been in session, what, uh, is today the first day of school, uh, Justin, for Alabama or Yesterday was the first day. Yesterday was. So have we yeah. already had have we already had everybody signed, Barry, that can sign? Have they signed? Uh well, you know, obviously the kid from Saraland was gonna wait. I know, but the signing date is the signing date for some of them have not they have not signed the paper yet they've committed. Uh most of them signed in December. From, from the from the previous group other than Ryan Williams. All of those guys have signed and actually yeah. been submitted. Yeah, so that's okay. binding. I think okay. Alabama would have to release okay. them out of that. Uh, which, uh, but you know, to keep this roster intact, uh, the kids make emotional decisions. I, I really, really am impressed that they uh, obviously told these guys stay off social media, don't put things out there. Give me. Give me some time to get the guy in here. Give me 72 hours. I don't think it'll be that long. Uh, give him an opportunity to speak in front of the team. When these guys come in, Dad, normally in the press conference and even the first time they talk to the team, these guys are professionals. They're not making the money they're making for no reason. When they come in and talk in front of that team, they generally do a great job. Uh, they yep. generally do a great job at the press conference. Uh, I remember... Darren Horn when he took over for us, uh, who he did a terrible job, but he did a great job at the press conference. So if you, that one you got to knock out of the park, those guys will do a good job with that. So I think they get the guy in there, they can retain them. You try to get those guys to say, Hey, let's stick together. Uh, this is, and they probably, you probably got to lean on coach Saban a little bit to say, Hey, can you kind of help us keep these guys? Tell them, let's keep this thing together. Coach could be a big help in that area, couldn't he? Yeah, he could. I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, a positive remarks about who they hire would be great. Uh, you know, we, I think Greg has gone out and done a really good, good job and, and Alabama's going to be in great shape, something to that effect. I, I think that would be, I don't know, he, I don't know if he's willing to do that. Uh, puts him on the spot a little bit, but I think, you know, anything like that that coaches comfortable with it makes people, people, Need to feel a little bit better to start with, and uh, and you, and you just it's a it's an impossible task to get to get somebody that everybody's going to be satisfied with. You can't do it. The guy's not living. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Uh, we'll take the break. Before we take a break, though, there was a coaching hire yesterday that's kind of interesting here locally. Uh, Jody Wright yeah. uh, is going from South Carolina as an assistant. He was at UAB at one point. He was here at Alabama. Uh, he took the job at Murray State, head job at Murray State. Uh, Josh, uh, who was the head coach at Texas Academy and Jody, your brothers, and their dad just passed away not too long ago. And so I know, uh, the Wright family's excited about that. Uh, I just told, uh, Josh he should go with him. Uh, but, uh, gr- great opportunity there for Jody. Uh, I know it's a great family there for him to go get that job. And I think Murray State, is a great job. Obviously, Houston Nut guys were there, and they've, yeah. they've taken those jobs and springboarded uh, those to, uh, you know, the Power Five jobs there. So congratulations uh, to Jody Wright. Let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes before we get to break. Prince Glover and Hayes, 345-1234. I mention that every, every day because Prince Glover and Hayes are the attorneys that can help you through bad situations. Have an injury. Injury is, was not needed, wasn't wanted, uh, uh, absolutely 
guilt on the other people's part apart uh and you're injured to the fact that you need help and uh you don't know how to handle it then three four five one two three four two oh five area code is the number to call and visit with Prince Clover and Hayes, go by seven oh one Rice Nine Road and visit with them in person after you've talked to them on the telephone. Uh they will represent you in the right way and you will be very successful with, with Prince Clover and Hayes. PrinceLaw.net is the website. Always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Tide 100.9 SE home of Album Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We have picked up a small problem in Duncanville. If you're traveling westbound Highway 82 near Daffron Road, we do have an accident there. We're not seeing really any major backup through the area, but just be aware it is a working accident location. If you're traveling 2059 from Foster's to Cottondale, Lurling Wallace and McFarland Boulevard as well, no big problems along the way. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Townsend Nissan. Jimmy Rain decided that the best best way to advertise great southern wood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tune in to... You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We're right up to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get James into the show. Good morning, James. Morning. Hey, good morning, gentlemen, and roll tide. Roll tide. Uh, real quick, I just want to say I've uh, been a Bama fan. I'm 51 years old pretty much all my life, uh, born and raised in Mobile. But uh, I police up here in the belly of the beast in Auburn, Alabama. Mm. And I uh, wanted to share a quick story with you guys, if I could, about Coach Saban. Yeah. Um, so back in 2019, we had an incident uh, where we lost an officer on a uh, domestic violence call. A few guys shot. I don't know if you guys remember that. I do. But uh, one of the guys that was that was uh, shot, um, huge, huge Auburn fan. I'm talking one of the biggest ones you ever want to meet. But I was fortunate to meet up with uh, Chris Stewart one night uh, when Alabama and Auburn played in a basketball game and became friends with him. But he had asked me, he said, uh, do you think uh, I can get a chance to be Coach Saban? And I said, well, I said, I can talk to Chris and see what he says. And uh, a mutual friend on the department is a uh, real good friend with Coach Saban's secretary, Miss Linda. And uh, we reached out to Coach Saban about it. And uh, Coach Saban heard about it. And he uh, basically said, hey, how many, guy, how many guys does he want to bring up? And, you know, uh, the mm. gentleman that I'm speaking of, I'm not going to say his name, but the gentleman I'm speaking of, he wanted to bring me and a couple other guys with him. And Coach Saban said, just give me a list, and we'll get everything together and square it away. So reached out. We got it. We ended up going up there. We were Coach Saban's guests for the whole day. Got to go up to the university and just, you know, basically get to see behind the scenes with all the recruits. They got to meet Coach Saban. We watched practice. But, the you know, a lot of guys say things about Coach that, uh, you know, they, you know they, they do it because they don't like him because he wins. 
but I don't think a lot of guys know the depth of how good of a human this guy is. And, uh, you know, I try not to get choked up when I talked about it because it, it meant a lot to me. And uh, the fact that he, you know, took time out of his day and, you know, invited us up to be his guest. We got to go in his office. You know, we got to speak with him. He met with the officer and, you know, spoke with him and depth. Did whatever, signed whatever, you know, took pictures and everything. And anybody that ever says that about Coach, I always kind of, you know, I said, well, let me tell you a quick story. And they would say, he really did that? I said, I got the pictures to prove it. And, you know, it's just the fact that he's, you know, I never got a chance to meet Coach Bryant. I remember him as a kid. I remember watching him, but I don't remember uh, like I do with Coach Saban during his tenure at Alabama. And, you know, I just want to tell him thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart as a Bama fan. And, you know, I know there's a lot of other people out there, both sides, that uh, respect the man. And uh, that's just something that I'll always remember my entire life. James, uh, we really appreciate you uh, calling. I don't, I don't think people talk about that side of him enough. Uh, I want to ask. Yeah, uh, that's right. I want to ask y'all this. Um, you know, when coaches leave, there's players that don't like you. There's coaches that the coach and, and they, you know, you'll hear stuff time to time. I don't think I've ever heard a player criticize coach, uh, a, a former coach. Other than Jimbo Fisher, his rant uh, where he went off on Coach Saban, that's the only person I remember. And I'm not saying everybody left here uh, extremely happy, but when you hear the coaches and the players talk about this guy, I think it's, it goes to what you're saying there, James, that it's more than football. Uh, you know, he's trying to prepare him for life and what a really good guy he is. Not just a great football coach, but a good, great guy. I don't think that's told enough. So, James, I... Uh, I want to personally thank you for calling and, and telling a story like that because I don't think people see one that side enough. One last thing I just want to tell you, uh, and, I, and, that, and that's the thing. I think if anybody, when they think about the man, they think, oh, well, he's got better things to do. He wouldn't do that. The fact that he, he listened and he took time and he asked and he's like, where, you know, who is he? Where is he coming from and all that? I mean, he didn't even, it's like he didn't even hesitate. And, you know, anybody else probably said, oh, I got too many things to do. I don't have time to, don't have time to do that. But he just, you know, we were, basically his guest the entire day and i was telling my son and my daughter i said guys i said y'all are you know 12 and 7 i was like y'all may not think about it right now i said but over time y'all will just y'all will remember this and just you know realize how fortunate and lucky you guys were to do this kind of thing the fact that he just took time out of his day to say yeah bring him up i mean it just i'll never forget it thank you james Thanks for your call. good good job thank, thank you. you james roll, roll tie guys thank you roll tie. yes I, I just want to add, I have a very similar story. Um, my dad served 23 years in the, in the army and I grew up in the military. We moved around a lot at his retirement ceremony. Um, we were in Tampa, Florida at the time. Um, as a gift, his, uh, his fellow soldiers reached out similar situation to assumingly Nick Saban's assistant and Nick Saban, without a question, sent my dad an autographed picture and a football and a hat to have as a gift for his retirement ceremony. I believe there was a nice letter from the coach as well in there. Yeah, nice. Uh, and coach probably, you know, they probably churned a lot of that out. They got people there that when they get that stuff in and I'm sure coach signs off on what, what all goes out. Uh, but, uh, you know, dad, you know him obviously better than, uh, than a lot of people. Uh, Talk about the side that you see, not the coaching side. That's that's not even nego- not even debatable. Uh, but talk about, you know, he has you that golf thing uh, down in um, 
Gulf Shores every year, so you're around him in certain settings. Uh, just talk about what you've seen as far as well. He's a, he's a, a terrific person uh, behind the scenes. He you know he would do whatever he, he could do to help you. Uh, he's not going to you know waste time you know trying to brown nose you or anything or trying to be around you unless he unless he feels like he can help you. He he's he's uh, he and Coach Bryant Coach Bryant didn't say near as much as as Coach does, but Coach is a a terrific person. I um, I was uh, in and and she is too. I was in the uh, doctor's office uh, sick some years ago, and um, I think or either waiting on one of the boys and and Miss uh, Terry, Terry Terry was there too. We got to talking, and she said, uh, "I don't know. She didn't know much about me. I don't think, but but she knew some. I just." Uh, and um, she said, uh, why don't y'all come to the game Saturday? And I said, well, yeah, I'd love to. She said, I'll have you two tickets. I'll have you two tickets for you and that in the coach's box, in, in my box, she said. So we went, to, we went, and I was looking through all my mail yesterday, and I, and I had written her a note and thanked her, and she wrote me back. And uh, that doesn't mean anything particular to people but it you know her to she didn't know me from that from Adam's house cat that much at that time and uh so we went to the game and I wrote her a note she wrote me one back and he's he's got a coach coach got a lot to him he's he's a tough guy but he's got a lot to him the thing that worries me about him the most now is uh him him being able to stay busy to do things he likes to do uh, when you get through doing something that you, you know, and all of a sudden you wake up the next morning, and you don't, you don't, you're not making a decision of who you're going to hire or what you're going to do. It, it, it lays on you. And, uh, but that to me, that's the scary part for me, for him. But, uh, as far as being a, a good human being, he's terrific and, uh, doing anything in the world he could for you. Um, going 50, 50 different directions. Trying to be the head football coach, not coaching on the field. You talked about not X's nose. Forget those right now. Look at what he's done for those houses they built for those people. He took the money that he made and used part of it. Nick's kids has, has raised a lot of money for people. So I don't want to be too long with your answer, but uh, he's a terrific guy. Yeah, one of the other things is that he does. Uh, you know, it, it's the process. The process. You know, he has the freshman out to the lake, and he. Gets him in the boat and whatever drags him around. That's probably something he he can let his hair down, puts his Yankees hat on, and, and that's part of his process. But the thing I like that he does is bringing in these speakers. And yeah. we ain't talking about if we're talking about some uh, speakers that uh, will take your breath away. Kobe Bryant walks in the room, uh, that'll take your breath away. Yeah. And the, the people that he yeah. uh, and you hear those people talk. Stephen A. Smith, who I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of, but he talked about yesterday how. One of his uh, most precious moments in life was when Nick Saban called him and asked him to come to the, to Tuscaloosa to speak to his football team. Uh, he said that that really blew me away. And then I got to, I brought my father-in-law with me. Uh, I think he said father-in-law, somebody with him, and he he said we got to sit down with him for an hour in his office. And he, you know, this guy's kind of arrogant, but hear how humble he was about that opportunity that Nick Saban gave him. Uh, was pretty, 
was pretty amazing there. All right, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and take Ken, then we'll take a break. Let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline and get Ken in. Good morning, Ken. Morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, I'm calling from Dallas. I live out here now. But remember back when the tornado hit, I get choked up. When it hit Tuscaloosa. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I know Coach Miss Terry went around doing great things for people, handing out gift cards and money. But uh, someone contacted him about our situation. And it destroyed our house. And, and I'm 60 years old. And I've been Coach Brian Stallings and Saban. Uh, they found out. They, they sent it to his secretary, I guess. And he sent us back a football, sent us back pictures, and sent out two tickets for one of the home games. And he's so, as good of a coach, great as a coach that he was, he's a better person, better human being. And uh, I'm just going to miss him and miss Terry. Just incredible. And uh, I look forward to who's coming in, and I wish them the very, very best. I love them both. And thank y'all for taking my call. Yeah, thank, thank you, you, thank you, Ken. Uh, yeah, and that uh, you know, I think that's uh, when that endured him to Tuscaloosa, that tornado, and seeing everything went through. They got their team uh, behind, and that was kind of a rallying cry at, here uh, for for the university and for coach and for the football program during a very difficult time to bring some comfort uh, to people. Uh, Who? Can you imagine uh, that all the condos that got built around the – I mean, that's Nick Saban. All the condos, the housing, everything around this university. Well, the, the enrollment, Barry. Yeah, the enrollment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, enrollment is just – I know it's double, but it's it's gone. I think I've read a story the other day where you talk about the, the impact that Coach had just on Tuscaloosa as a whole. I think the number was around a billion dollars when you talk about numbers from – enrollment of students and students and students and uh what you were saying barry the the economy and build up after the tornado in 2011 yeah uh so anyway uh, you hear a lot of stories like that uh that you hear and i'm sure coach sent out a ton of stuff and they have people that help them get all that they stuff do. done you they know do. and it it but you know just doing it it means so much to the people yeah, so sure uh, so that's 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 awesome all right we'll take the last break that time for a couple more phone calls 205-342-9904 you listen to tide 100.9 and see home on Alabama sports tide 100.9 traffic Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We are still looking at a accident in Duncanville. You're going to find this along the westbound side of McFarland Boulevard near Daffron Road. It is out of the roadway, though. No lanes blocked, and we are noting any heavy backup there. Along Lurling Wallace, coming south from Northport across the river up to Jack Warner Parkway, you're moving at posted speeds with no big accidents or breakdowns there. Same story on 2059 between Fosters and Cottondale. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Coming up, Coming up on The Game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of The Game, we'll feature Josh from collegefootballnerds.com. We'll look ahead to what's next for the University of Alabama, all starting right here at 2 o'clock on The Game on Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. 
your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Towns and Nissan Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. A nice warm-up today. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The high at 60. Tonight, increasingly cloudy with a low at 45. An active day tomorrow. Breezy with showers and thunderstorms. The storms tomorrow could be severe. The high at 63. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Right up to the Yellowwood Hotline, we'll get uh, Aaron into the show. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. Yeah, good, good morning. Thanks for taking my call here. I certainly lo- hate to lose a, a good coach, especially a legend like this. That, uh, and I've seen in a lot of programs, a lot of people commenting, uh, uh, a lot of accolades about some of the positive things about Saban. But one thing we need to remember is the person who got Saban to come here which was Mal Moore. Mal Moore went out on a limb, fired one of our own, and Shula, and then went down and and got Saban to come. So I think uh, Mal Moore needs some credit too. Sure, sure, no doubt. He stayed with it. Looked like he wasn't going to get him, and he said he wasn't coming back till he had coach. And uh, boy, boy, how did that change the? lives of so many people in the city of Tuscaloosa in the state of Alabama. And that's the truth. Thanks for taking my call and enjoy the show. Thank you, Thank you. Aaron. Dad, uh, uh, um, before we go, you know, usually the first name out is not the guy that takes the job or gets the job. Well, we'll see if that happens or not. But, uh, I mean, Dan Lanny could also say no, right? I mean, this, sure this following, if you're 37 years old, um, you know, you're, you're heading in the right direction. Uh, you've got a good job. Just, I guess, talk about the difficulties when you follow, uh, a guy like Mike Shashevsky or Coach Bryant. Well, Coach you just, Stadium. you know, it's the comparison. Everything that you do is comparison. Uh, it starts with the, the recruits that you lose. Uh, that's where it starts with people yakking about, you know, so-and-so would have gotten him. It, it starts with how you handle your staff, the people you let go that they liked. Um, and then um, they're okay there until you start playing. And then when they, when you, it, nobody is going to be satisfied. Every, not everybody is going to be satisfied with who you hire. It's just not going to work that way. Is there a right person to hire right now? I don't know. I mean, it's not going to be a perfect person to hire. And the Alabama people need to to realize that and to support whoever they decide to hire. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of pre thought already gone into this. Uh, there's a lot of well, talk. Well, let me let me ask you this: When you hire the guy, people say you got to come in there and you got to be yourself. All right, but then people are going to want you to continue the process that Coach Saban has put. But that's not you. That's not yeah. <laughs> unless it's Kirby. Maybe Kirby yeah. has. And he, Kirby's not coming. I'm not saying no. that, but he, he understands what that is. Yeah. So when you when you come in, and people say you have to do it your way, 
but then you don't follow what Coach did as the process, there's going to be a rub there. Somewhere. Well, sure there is. There'll be a rub. And, you know, it would be nice to be able to hire somebody that understands the Alabama program. Um, you know, the program, the way things have gone with the program. And, it, you know, if, if you hire an assistant, it could be an assistant that worked with Coach. There, I, I can't, I don't name any, but it could be. And, of course, it could be a head coach that has worked there with coach would that would have it help some i i just uh all coaches have a little of a, a little bit of a you know a problem with this problem or that problem they don't recruit well or they don't do this well they they're not as good as this you know it's uh, it's always something there but um you just have to you have to fight through that and support the guy that they that they that they want but uh it, it's it's going to be uh a very interesting hire. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see people. I know this. Like, Whoever gets this job, in my opinion, I'd like to get Gary's opinion on it. We'll face. We'll have to play the toughest schedule in Alabama history. Uh, in my opinion, you got yep. uh, go to Wisconsin. You got uh, go to Tennessee. Go to LSU. Go to Oklahoma. You got Georgia here. Uh, wow, what a schedule! So, uh, mm, 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 mm. long contract. Yeah, get a little bit. Twelve teams in the playoff helps that as well. All right, uh, that's it for today's show. Obviously, Gary will have more on that. I'm sure he's been doing some uh, research stuff behind the scenes. So keep it locked in here all day long, and it will news will be breaking uh, continuous. But just know who to trust. Listen, Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.